Welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the show. It's finally time to get started on our yearly traditional end of year wrap up episodes. Here we go. Tying the <laughs> knot around yet another wonderful K-pop year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so this is the episode where we talk about B-sides, our favorite B-sides, which are the non-title tracks, mm-hmm. the songs that were not the main single. And though some of them may have music videos or may have gotten stages, etc., there is an established title track, and these yes. are not them. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. These are all the other songs that are on the albums or maybe the singles that were released this year. Um, And I feel like we started this episode because we tended to like have more favorite B-sides than we had favorite title tracks. Um, But I had an unprecedented dilemma this year and I figured I would just talk it out on the air. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so here is my challenge. Uh, I started this year the way I do every year, which Mm -hmm. is to look at the list of title releases and then Mm -hmm. pull from there the albums I listened to. Absolutely. And then from each album, grab one, two to three little b-sides that I liked and then I throw them all in a playlist and I start cutting them down from there sure and my general rule is one b-side per artist yeah but as I started choosing the ones I knew I definitely wanted on my list and I got to number 10 I realized I only have 12 artists. Okay. So if I choose one from each I will be three short for our 15. And my dilemma is that I don't know what to do because because I didn't like I could just pick mm, two songs from like a couple that it would be pretty easy. I had more than one for almost everybody. Yeah. But a lot of the ones that I had multiples of, like we've talked about those albums a lot because we were very lucky this year and that so many of our favorites put out music. Absolutely. So I'm like, well, I've already talked about, like, it's not like I've never talked about these songs before. So I don't feel that, like, sometimes, like, sometimes I feel like, but I must mention this song. It, like, needs its moment. I don't have any of those. And I didn't want to be, like, inauthentic because these are the only albums I listened to through the year. So, like, even if there were other titles from other artists that I enjoyed, I didn't go and listen to the whole album. So I can't just, like, listen to it once and, like, grab one. Right. You know what I meant? Mean? Yes. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, I only, I th- I'm kind of tempted to just be like, I'm sorry, y'all, but I only have 12 this year. If you only have 12 this year, you only have 12 this year. Like, when okay, we great. Started, I only have 12 this year. When we started the pod, B-Sides was not an episode. It was yeah, a single was category, category. That's in our awards. And then That's the next true. year, it was like, that can't be besides need a whole episode. And they have increased in how many we pick over the it's years. True. It's true. I did manage 15 and I do have the same artist on here twice, but granted Only they are one. from two separate albums yeah. that were mm-hmm. released pretty far apart from each other. So it felt like an okay choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I feel like a lot of these felt like kind of 
not stretches because they are all songs that I love. Mm-hmm. But like making 15, I did have to like think about it harder and I didn't have to like cut any songs like yes and usually during b-sides there's at least two like devastating and I usually have like a runner-up or something like to be like these like could have put on I would (laughs) have like if we did 20 then maybe they would fit on here or whatever so this was the first year that I was like ooh, I don't have enough uh and I do think I just credit that to the like as we said last week, the general like blurry nature of this year that mm-hmm. it just went by really fast. And I didn't, I think because so many of our favorites had releases this year, I didn't feel the need to go outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody on this list is, I would think, incredibly predictable. Like, yes. You're, you know, this is I, a biased, this is going to be yeah. a biased year. I feel like... I mean, I certainly hope nobody comes to these B-side episodes like, I don't know, hoping for like surprises because I like what I like and that's and I stick to it. No, I I don't have anybody like new and interesting. (laughs) I think that is like great to bring up because I kind of wanted to like just preface that generally because these episodes tend to be episodes that get listened to like so much more than our regular episodes because mm. I think people are just skimming and checking in yeah. and being like, oh, what's oh, this what did podcast? They like this year? I'll see mm. what they like. Um, so if you are that person, I need you to know right now that we are like second gen hag stands. <laughs> we like the things that we like. And we are pretty out of touch with things that are new. Mm-hmm. So if you're expecting these lists in this episode or the next two episodes to look like other people's, like, you know, K-pop journalist yeah, yeah, yeah. best K-pop songs of the year, it's probably That's not, not going to match is. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, if you have anything against, against SM, just leave now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this show is not for you, friend. <laughs> Keep on moving. That's very true. Very true. My list is essentially just the SM lineup from this year. If it wasn't a B-side only, like NCT, that perfume threesome would have been on here too. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, this is this. These are just my faves. Yes, these are just our faves. And And no one on here to me. You have some that are like, oh, these are new. I have none. That's okay. I, I I mean, I do. I did get some new stuff. I did listen to some new things this year. But I feel like I don't know why. It must have just been because so many of our faves came back and I was able to concentrate on that. Yeah. But like last year, I feel like I was really good at like checking in on new releases and we had that like massive girl group yeah. playlist and I was like listening to artists I don't normally listen to and so then I had some fun surprises at the mm-hmm. end of the year but this is not that year <laughs> no this is not that year I was I I I didn't even listen to the Stray Kids album I didn't even listen to the 17 album <laughs> 17 is not on my list y'all yeah. That's what kind of year this was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, unrelated though, I was going to send you a screenshot of this and I it just popped into my head because I said 17. I was watching Golden Girls last night and Great. in season two, 
there is an episode called Dorothy's Star Best Pupil, and it stars a like 14-year-old Mario Lopez as a boy who gets deported. Spoiler alert. Oh, no. But he looked, A, he was so baby. He was so, so small. (laughs) And he had a little mullet. And he weirdly reminded me in his physicality so much of Ming Hao. Because he was just like a little string bean and he had kind of like the round nose and the like dimpled cheeks. And I was like, why does he remind me of a baby the eight? Wow. That's so fun. It was really fun. Anyway, <laughs> I do miss you, 17. I, I'll, I'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. <laughs> but it won't It'll... be today. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this. We put our list in chronological order just because that seemed like yeah. a way to go the about easiest. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess since I do have a full 15, I'll go you first. You go first. Uh, so my first uh, release on my B-side list of 2023 is from January, and it is Monster X's It's All Right. So this was on Monster X's album Reason that came out in January, and it was like our only Monster X release this year, which also felt kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but before I get into Monster X feelings, I gotta say what I like about this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way that it starts with Chunkyun's super deep voice going, "When I go back, can I see you forever?" <laughs> like that's always fun. <laughs> Um, and this song is really, I love, like, it's a pretty, like, low-key, like, general mid-tempo song, but I like all of the piano in it. There's, mm-hmm. like, a lot of pretty jazzy flourishes, and then there's also this just, like, bum, bum, like, little, like, two-note, like, kind of mm-hmm. percussive piano going through it. Yeah. Um, and I love the second verse that Honey sings. And it just felt like an appropriate song in this year where the vast majority of our monsters went to the military um for them to be singing it's all right i'm gonna make it back to you like yes like they knew they were all going to be leaving us so soon but yeah i didn't bring that up in the our catch-up episode last week but like most of the monsters are like all away now Mm -hmm. um and i gotta say i'm like kind of cranky at one im chung kyun right now because Honey said, could just go. <laughs> Honey said when he left that they all needed to go so that they'd be back for their 10th yeah. anniversary. And so mm-hmm. I was like, great, get gone. But yeah. then I saw people on TikTok saying that I am is waiting for everyone else to get back and he'll go after the 10th anniversary. And that I refuse. I don't like that because that's what Shiny did. And it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yes. To do, like, a big comeback and then someone still has to go to the military? Like, boo. Yeah, that is... It just, like, ruins the flow of things. But at least, unlike Shiny, I think we might be more likely to get... Comebacks. am list yeah. comebacks. <laughs> because, like, they continued even without Chonu. And then, like, they did a little subunit and, like, whatever. At a certain point, there were, like, four monsters or something, yeah. like, still going out and about. So I feel like... 
we might have the potential for them to not go on a general hiatus the way that Shiny did when Timian was gone. Um, So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I also think that he just needs to go. And you know what? Shonu deserves some peace. (laughs) Like, if they're all gone. There should be. Shonu (laughs) deserves at least a year without anyone he has to take care of but himself. I think he would. He and the manager can live by themselves in their apartment and just like, oh relax for a second i mean he spent his whole <laughs> military career taking care of children and That's then he came true. back to take care of to more take children care of more children <laughs> yeah he never gets a break my show new oh my show now all right what's your <laughs> what's your first b-side this year uh mine is also from the monster x album because i put mine in chronological order and that was one of the only things i listened to this year <laughs> <laughs> and i choose lone ranger <laughs> lone ranger lone lone ranger lone ranger lone lone ranger lone ranger lone lone ranger darling let me take you darling let me take you darling let me take you home Okay, so for the clip, I just chose like the very, very end of it. Yeah. But you can you can get the the feel of the whole mu- of the whole song in it. It has like a very much like Western cowboy theme. It mm-hmm. literally ends like after Ki Hyun's riff. There's like horse neighing and like flopping away <laughs> or whatever. It's very silly. And when I first when I oops when I first listened to the album and this song came on, I was like, this. It actually made me laugh out loud because I thought it was so silly. Mm-hmm. But it takes like. 10 seconds of the song before it hooks you and you're like Mm -hmm. yeah actually this is great the like growly vocals are so good and the little like squeak of the like because it's like growly when they do like the loan but then they do like range and they like kind (laughs) of squeak the end of it yeah 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 which is so fun. And then the very first time I listened to it, I like had my headphones in and it ends with like Ki Hyun's voice just all alone, like soaring through this gorgeous riff. And as I was listening to it, I just went, oh, you show off. (laughs) (laughs) And I just loved it. Like every single time I listened to it, I would just like pause everything to hear that last little bit. Um, And I just think this song is super fun. Like I thought that the little, the whole EP was a good time and this one just makes me happy <laughs> great as a texas gal i enjoy it love it <laughs> love it i love the one i am line of like hey darling let me take you home i don't yes. waste my time now <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> all right my next choice is from the boys uh this came out in february and this song is called savior so this song was on the boys eighth mini album titled awake uh and like i said it came out in february and like the song itself starts like so watery and slow jammy but then like later on in the song, it like gets kind of clubby, like the beat changes multiple times, which I think is really interesting. And like vocals on point, beautiful harmonies. It's so much like a body roll and rip your shirt in the rain kind of song. <laughs> the boys have really been going for that vibe lately. Yeah. 
Um, and it just has a lot of like interesting noises in it. Like it's just produced really crazy. There's just so many like layers to the song. And the thing I love the most about it is that it's over four minutes long. Oh, hell yeah. Which wow. is like a rare of in K-pop these days. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I loved this whole uh, mini, but this is a, stand- a far and away favorite. Nice. I like it. I like it. I meant to listen to both of the boys albums this year because I liked both title tracks um but I didn't (laughs) three albums this year oh all right excuse me wait lip gloss oh roar roar Roar, lip gloss and watch it it. I I forgot about roar this was from roar yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I was just thinking lip gloss and watch it anyway I got a lot of boys to catch up on all right (laughs) my next choice was a challenge, uh, but mm-hmm. I choose Onu No Parachute. I got no parachute, and I'm falling. I do your home again. Uh, So this was off of his album Circle, which we did definitely talk about when it came out because I thought it was a masterpiece. Um, I thought everything about it in particular, like the title track itself was really great, but then like the composition of the album itself, I thought like really went well together. Every Mm -hmm. single song like moved into the next one. And there is a section in the middle of it where it goes from like, anywhere or paradise to expectations to no parachute to like walk with me to there's like four or five songs in a row that are just a like perfect sequentially mm-hmm. so it was really i had almost all of them on my on my list initially and i had a really hard time choosing between this one and expectations mm. um because i love the warmth of onu's voice in yeah. expectations But I ultimately picked this one because I thought it was very unique. Um, It has like kind of a different sort of um, like the instruments in the back are kind of like bubbly and it has this like like, to me it's super danceable. Like I think it's really groovy, but it's also like very melancholy Mm -hmm. um, or like I haven't looked up the lyrics, but it has a feeling of like, you know, jumping out without a parachute, which is risky. Um, It might be a good thing, like a leap of faith, but it might also be about like, you know, free falling in that sort of way. Um, So I just think that like the vibe of the song is really interesting with that kind of like cool, but sad feeling. And, and I love it. This was a favorite, but hard to choose off of this album because I had many. I fully agree because my next choice is also off of this Onu Circle album. Nice. Um, and I was it felt really hard to choose, but my soul told me that this was my obvious favorite. So my choice is anywhere. song was like an immediate favorite for me Mm. when the album came out um i love how it starts with this very echoey like surf guitar yeah um and it has a very simple beat but like the most booty shaking bass line (laughs) like it just like goes off and like these angel vocals of like the softest loveliest falsetto like juxtaposed with the like booty with the like booty shaking and like 
it makes me really emotional in like a way I can't describe. It's just so pleasant. I Yeah, I honestly <laughs> felt that way. I thought that that I think that kind of describes the album as a whole. Yeah. Like it has these really sweet warm soft like almost cottony vocals and Mm -hmm. then but every single song is very complex like it's not just one mood or feeling in each song like there's uh, there's a and there's a lot of like contradictory elements where like the bass line is like going off but then the vocals are like so gentle or like the uh, melody is like very happy and bright but the like something about the tone of it feels kind of heartbreaking like Mm -hmm. I don't know it just had a lot of complexity to the album and I thought it was fantastic it was so good Mm -hmm. that makes it my turn it sure does okay great so my next pick is twice blame it on me So this was off of their Ready to Be album, um, which the title track was Set Me Free. Um, And they also promoted Moonlight Sunrise off of it as well. Um, And it wasn't, I think it was just an EP. It had maybe like five or six tracks on it. It said 12th mini on the uh, cover art just then. There we go. So it's their 12th mini album. Um, And I really liked the song immediately, kind of for the same reason I liked Lone Ranger, that it has like a real country rock guitar to it. Um, and the song itself is really fun because the whole thing is like like there's a part where it's like it's not my fault that you fell for me and like (laughs) so he's like don't blame it on me that you have a crush on me it's not my fault Um, (laughs) deal with it Uh, and I think that that's super funny Um, and I just think it's like it's a it's a standout from the rest of the album in that it sounds really different from what Twice usually sounds like. Um, and so for that, I had to put it on my list because I thought it was fun. And I love love a little bit of country. Like, I love a cowboy western Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I mm-hmm. hadn't heard that one yet, but it yeah. had that same feeling as Lone Ranger. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. When I, when I realized, I was like looking at my whole like paper list and I was like... Yeah, it's got to be these two. We're going for country <laughs> this year. We're going for it. It's all about the cowboys. I love it. <laughs> no, it's really just those two. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pattern. It's fine. I like what I like. I'm from Texas. <laughs> uh, all right. My next pick came out in April, and that is Kepler's Back to the City. So this was on Kepler's fourth mini called Love Struck. And uh, we saw them perform it at KCON. And I started crying while it was happening. (laughs) Because this song makes me so fucking emotional. I like can't even. I don't even know why. Like there's something about the chord changes in the chorus. And these like soaring happy girl vocals that just like. I don't know. It just makes me want to cry. Like not because I'm sad. But just in a like. Out of like girl joy yeah i think so (laughs) 
Um, and it just like it sounds so retro. Like there's something mm. about the beat. Like I had I made my husband listen to this song because I was like, will you tell me why I associate this song with like the 80s? Mm hmm. And he was like, not sure why I felt that way. He was like, there is something kind of like, aha about it. Or like, I don't know, like Madonna, Tiffany, like, I don't know. Like yeah, some kind of little girly like, pop. Yeah, I, I hear yeah. it. I get what you mean. Um, and yeah, I can't, I just, this, I love this song so much and I was trying to like write down reasons and I, it's indescribable to me and we <laughs> don't rank these, but if I were to, this is my number one far and away. Like the way wow. that I feel about this song is so strong. <laughs> wow. I love it. You love Kepler so much. I do. I'm sad. <laughs> we're out there. They're going to be done next They're year. Done. It's almost oh. over. Well, they were such a gift while they've been here, yeah. and it'll be exciting to see what all those ladies go on to do next. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, great, great little temporary group. Okay, my next one is also from some ladies, but not a temporary group. <laughs> this is Espa's Thirsty. This was off of their third mini album called My World. Um, and I it, they promoted it as a B-side when they did Spicy on music shows. Um, and I immediately loved it. It's very different from a lot of other Espa songs. Um, and I haven't listened to... Actually, no, that's not true. I did listen to that first album they put out. But I haven't listened to a lot of Espa B-sides. Um, and I really only saw this one because I saw the stage for it on a music show. Um, but I loved it instantly. It has kind of like, I think I talked about it when I first saw it already in like an episode past, but um, it has very like old school R&B, like yeah. smooth uh, jam vibes. And it's kind of like a, like a ladies slow jam of like, uh, you know, getting this guy so thirsty for you. Um, and I think it's great. Like, I think that the, the vocals in it are so lovely. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoy this song so much. I like, I really never got tired of it. So didn't listen to a lot of Espa, but I liked their releases this year and thirsty. Fantastic. Love it. All right, next up on my list is a release from May, and that is Boy Next Door with Serenade. Um, okay, so this is from Boy Next Door's debut EP, which was called Who, but with an exclamation point, not a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I am gonna have to try really hard to like rein myself in right now and only talk about this song okay and save other boy next you door you have time things. to talk about boy next door you have a whole category for them yes I, I surely do so right now we're just gonna talk about serenade uh, which I love uh, musically I love there's like a very like kind of hollowy echoey bass drum that's mm. like kicking through the whole thing that's really nice but it also has like a lot of like twinkles and horns and strings and all these like romantic instruments because this song has like the cutest lyrics in the entire world and it's like about 
like declaring your love for this girl that you have a crush on and that they're like screaming outside her window at night and the neighbors are like please shut the fuck up (laughs) um and i just love the passion with which they sing i love you baby baby like it's so charming and the little like side to side leg choreo is so cute when they do it (laughs) like they kind of look like there's so many like big elbow and knee angles that they look like little puppets yes I have so much to say about their funny choreo. Uh, Holding it in. Not right now. (laughs) Um, But this song is just so great. Their concept is incredible. I'll talk about it more. But one more thing about Serenade is that I think that it has the greatest final stanza of like any teen boy love confession song ever. Because they say, I don't have a car and I don't have a driver's license. (laughs) But I promise you one thing. And then one of the members sings in the sweetest voice. I'll get along with your dad for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) That's so funny. It's like, I can't drive you anywhere, baby, but I'll get along with your dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love it. I love it. All right, next up on my list was only an easy choice because we did multiple episodes yeah. about this entire comeback. Uh, but so mine is Shiny Insomnia. was a perfect album um it was from (laughs) shiny's eighth album hard uh which we did not only an entire episode about we also did a listening party on patreon where we just sat down and (laughs) gushed about every single track as it played in our headphones uh so i could have picked literally anything off of this album and i would have felt good about it (laughs) um Ultimately, I went for Insomnia because, uh, I mean, I think we talked about this in the album episode, but uh, there's something so quintessentially shiny about every track in the on this album absolutely and i love this one because right at the beginning there's like a perfect little minky rap where he goes give me that l give me that o give me that v-i-n-g and i think it's so great he's like give me that view that i need and it's so perfect like it's so shiny uh-huh. and then that like beautiful like feelings like the rips the little riffs in it later like I just think it's such a gorgeous song and like mm-hmm. perfectly like you listen I listen to that song and I just like feel like I'm staying up late you know like Absolutely. it has a real 3 a.m vibe but in like a fun sexy way mm-hmm. like I I love it I just oh such a good song machine couldn't have gone wrong with anything and I chose that one pure mostly mostly for the minky rap at the beginning because it just that kind of thing like tickles my soul and I just like love it's one of my favorite thing about shiny one of my favorite things about shiny and it like uh off of the story of light album like the song retro had like a couple of those lines in it and I just think it's so it's so fun it's like such a throwback um and yeah I love it so insomnia is my choice off of hard what was your choice 
Well, I have to wait to do my hard choice because oh, I have one in between. I have one track that came out a few weeks before. So don't think yeah, I'm yeah. skipping Shiny. We'll get to We it. would never. Don't uh, be ridiculous. But first, I will call out What I Want by From a So this song was on Promise Nine's, if you can believe it, first album. <gasps> oh, they've only done EPs before. Yes. Wow. Well, good for them. Uh, and it's called Unlock My World. And it came out in June. And I loved this entire album. I know I talked about it on the show. I think like as a whole, it is a very good album. And a lot of songs, including this one, to me, are very 2015 shiny coded. Mm. Like... It just feels like this whole album feels like odd era shiny to me (laughs) in a way that like, I don't know. It just is. Um, It's so great. The beat to this one is like super infectious um, and the vocal runs in it are excellent. Um, And I love the way that it like drops out in the kind of like pre-chorus and then sort of soars into this more like dancey disco beat for the rest of the chorus and it's also got a lot of weird little like video game noises Mm. kind of like buried in the background that keep things interesting um and yeah it was really hard for me to choose off of this promise nine album because i liked it so much but i think that this one eked out a little past the others nice good choice good choice do you want to do your shiny one so then we're like at the same we're we're caught up that makes sense okay so my shiny b-side pick off of hard is sweet misery Um, so I talked about this on the Patreon app and on the regular app and I've talked about it a bunch, uh, but I just love the vibes of this song mm. so much. It has like a really strong vibe. They all did, but I love this one in that it's so, there's so much echoing like the whole song feels like it takes place in some kind of cavern cavernous mm. nothing yeah like the misery that they are so sweetly in is like existing in this empty void of space because yeah, like yeah, yeah. so many of the lines just like ring out and echo forever and the instruments are also really echoey and these like mm-hmm. big fake like 80s peter gabriel drums that are also really echoey um, and so many great vocal runs, like just incredible vocal power and falsetto out of everybody. Um, and I also just kind of love the millennial whoop of the like out of the co- the outro chorus, like the, <laughs> like I'm always down oh, with yeah, a, yeah, yeah. with a millennial whoop. And uh, yeah, I love this song. I loved this album, but uh, yeah, had to pick one, and that's my pick. Great, great choice. No <laughs> bad choices off of Shiny Hard. Okay, continuing with SM, my next (laughs) choice is off of EXO's album, and the track I chose is No Makeup. Uh, that is 
just like such a classic, sexy, croony EXO song. <laughs> and I I think it, this album was actually kind of, I had a few that I liked off of it. And I almost put Another Day on it purely oh. for the chanyol line that happens like 30 seconds in because the first time that i listened to that album i had my like really good headphones on and i was like getting ready for bed and that song came on and he it's like that song is like different little verses where there's like two members of exo singing it and like one is singing the high melody and then one of them is singing like two octaves lower and when chanyo's little line came on and i like heard him like underneath in my headphones i literally slid down the wall onto the floor (laughs) so for that alone i was like maybe it has to go on here but i ultimately chose no makeup because i think that that's far and away my favorite song off of the album in general um I just think it's so, so sexy. It's so gorgeous. The runs are exactly what you want out of EXO. And that part that I chose for the clip where everything drops out and they just have that like one last acapella chorus. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. Uh, EXO vocals untouchable so this is just like this is exactly what you want out of an exo song uh it's sexy it's slutty it's gorgeous it croons your heart out and yeah love it take that makeup off baby yeah (laughs) i also got a real kick this morning when i was listening to it being like oh i wonder if chen thinks about his wife while he sings this song and that just delighted me because i think it's fun that he has a wife (laughs) i do too Um, another thing about this song, and I don't know if it was purposeful or not, but to me, it feels like a callback that the part where they go, Mm, is really similar to that part in, Mm -hmm. is it in Candy? Like, is it the breakdown of Baekhyun's Candy? You and Village, but no, I think you are right. Yeah, I think that's candy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's on purpose, but it feels like it might be. And I just like that. Yeah, that is fun. I like it when groups call. I mean, not only that is fun because it's like a solo track. So just Mm -hmm. kind of like if it is purposeful, like rapping in the, you know, we are one, etc. Yes. Soul connected. I like it. I like it. All right, so my EXO pick was also very hard to choose. I was really torn between two, which I'll get into. But what I did choose ultimately was Hear Me Out. Um, so, ooh, that bass line. <laughs> like ooh that bass line um and the guitar in it is also so funky and like exo vocals are always they always deliver they're always good <laughs> um and i think yeah i just love this song and like you know slight emotional xol reasons like i love that kai is in the music video mm-hmm. and i just love the vibe of the music video so much because it had been so long since we'd seen exo together so getting this pre-release of all of them just like hanging out and making each other laugh and like you know 
arms around each other dancing in a bowling alley like it just like warmed my heart so much yeah it was fun it was fun especially since like this came out because we i don't think i said but it's off of their album exist uh which kate like they put out this title track and kai is definitely in like the songs on the whole album yes. like you can hear his voice but he was already in the military so we didn't get a full eight member uh promotion but we got this one little treat of a music video and it was it was very nice but i was really torn between doing this one and let me in that was my other choice those were my final it was no makeup or let me in i really really do like let me in it's a it's gorgeous so song. gorgeous it's so gorgeous and it also has a music video that also has kai in it but it's much more melancholy they're mm -hmm. all alone they're getting attacked by like meteors it's like just much more of a bummer mm -hmm. and the song is like a really sad i don't know if it's sad but like it's very ballady and it's it does still like r&b but it's yeah. like really low-key and so i was like trying to decide between the moods and i decided to go with hear me out nice i like it yeah i ultimately went with no makeup because it was like groovier but let me in is very beautiful mm-hmm all right, my next choice is from a little Monster X subunit. We got Shonu and Young Wan. My choice is called Love Therapy. Um, so this is uh, off of the only release Jonu and Hyungwon have put out, which the album was called, the little mini was called The Unseen. Um, and the title track was called Love Me a Little. It was like the song of KCON. We heard it a thousand <laughs> times. Um, and we saw them perform it as well. Um, but this one is, I mean, the whole mini is fun. Um, and it has like a real distinct vibe to it um like all the songs kind of fit together but this one is like the crunchiest it has mm -hmm. like the the like um that kind of like almost distorted like wah, 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 in the background mm -hmm. um and then i just love the like uh i love the chorus of the little like la 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 therapy mm -hmm. i think it's mm -hmm. so fun and that little like spoken piece that the, the clip dropped into is just like sexy and silly and imperfect monster x way um and i was just so happy that we got something out of shonu at all because like yeah. i fully expected him to come i i didn't expect anything i should say right. um because when he came out of the military like whatever the members were kind of all a mess and immediately like, leaving and like, like oh hi bye like they were gone and so i was like well who would he do something solo like i don't actually know if he would maybe he would want to do that i i truly don't know so when we got this with Hyungwon, who had been completely wrecking me while Shonu was gone. I was like, well, this feels targeted. Uh, <laughs> I must enjoy it because this is for me. Um, and then they came to KCON and I got to see my baby in person and it was so lovely. Um, so yeah, I chose Love Therapy off of this. Although I do want to shout out Slow Dance because that one's also very sexy. Great. Love it. It was such a good mini. I enjoyed it very much. 
Uh, all right, my next choice is from our newest temporary girl group on the scene, and that is L's Up with Die For You. So, L's Up was formed on the program Quintum Puzzle, which I recapped on Patreon if you want to check that out. And this was from their debut EP entitled 7 Up, and it came out in September. Um, and this song is just absolutely perfect disco. It's perfect. It has all of the elements. It is so catchy. It is produced so well. Like, it's literally a flawless song, and I think it should have been the debut over Cheeky because it's so good. (laughs) And, like, I don't have articulate reasons or anything to say other than, like, it's so good. And when the album came out, I just kept listening to this one. Like, I just Mm. kept going back to this one. Yeah. Because it's just so good. It's just so good. I, like, don't, I truly don't know what else to say. It's just, like, great. I love disco K-pop. And like this is it. And yeah, like absolutely. That's always I love my favorite. It. Nice. All right. My next choice is from Key. And this song is called Mirror Mirror. In the This song was off of Key's second mini album, uh, Good and Great. Uh, I also had, because he actually had two releases this year. He put out um, the repack to, was that what it was? The repack to Killer um, at the beginning of the year. And I almost chose Easy off of that one. It was between... Just a slight correction. I believe it was the repack of gasoline and it was killer. Oh, yes. That's right. The repack of gasoline <laughs> was called Killer. Thank you very much. <laughs> and off of Killer, there's. it was just a... Since it was a repack, it only had three tracks on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And one of them called Easy. I really, really loved. I it. also it, debated yeah. putting it I on debated too. that one. Um, I ultimately chose Mirror Mirror because it's really beautiful um, in a sort of melancholy way. Easy is too they're they're they don't sound alike but they have similar like elements to them in the in that uh the the things i liked about easy are like similar to the things i like he's also singing in a similar vocal range and he has a big vocal range and both of those songs like stay in a kind of lowy mid point Mm -hmm. kind of yeah exactly um but i really love the like whistle um yeah the whistle is great that's in mirror mirror i think it's really beautiful and there's something about mirror mirror that kind of felt familiar to me not in the sense that i thought it sounded like a song i'd heard before but it was just one of those songs where like have you ever listened to a song and just thought like I've known this song all my life. Like, I, you know, like there's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I have never heard this song before, but something about it is so familiar to me that it feels as though I have. Um, and that was kind of the sense that I got off of Mirror Mirror. And it's the last song on the album. So that's how the album finishes. Um, and it's a really like clear, lovely slightly melancholy note to end on um and i just think it's a great great song 
Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, similar to our shiny situation, I have a key to get to, but yeah, something yeah, yeah. that came out the day, like just a little bit before. Or wait, no, I went, I messed up my date <gasps> orders. So I can do key first. Great. So my key choice off that similar, off the same good and great album is Live Without You. Um, so this is another absolutely killer baseline. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, and I just love how many words he fits into like every stanza <laughs> of this song. There's a lot yeah. of just like really quick talking and he just like, I don't know, he's just like eating all those words up and it's so good. Um, the pre-chorus is such a vibe i love it um and i also really love the echo in the chorus of like the people going oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah 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 that is just really fun. adds a lot to it mm-hmm. um and yeah i loved this whole album but uh live without you was my favorite there's another one i want to talk about but i found an award category to nice. put it in nice that's how these work too we gotta do a little finagling to make yeah, sure yeah, everything yeah. gets talked about so. yeah i have to like look at all of the category like everything all at once and then make your choices um yes i have another one off of this album that i'll also talk about uh probably the same one but um yeah i also thought it was fun that this is like a um it's like a nice like breakup song like there's something Mm -hmm. there's uh something to be said about this album that had like a great it had like a I've moved on vibe Mm -hmm. like I don't need you anymore um there was more than just this song that kind of had that feeling to it off of it and that's fun I like that kind of attitude absolutely do you want to do your next one uh, or do yeah, you want to do the one you just skipped? So how many? I have one, two, three, four, five left, and you have four left. So I yes. could do one, and then we'll be caught yeah. up. Okay, so next up, I would like to shout out uh, from Sept- also from September, uh, off the Dawn Narcissus album, Seasons, featuring Gemini. I'll be right there. So this is like the cheeriest sounding song on the saddest breakup album ever written, as I said last week, but the (laughs) lyrics are still sad. Sure. It is still sad. It is still about like, but you are literally my four seasons. You're my whole world. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed (laughs) to live without you in my life. Um, But it's gorgeous. And Gemini sings like so beautifully. And it's almost like a duet. Like they each get like a verse and they like Mm. do the chorus together. Um, And it's gorgeous. And there's also a really good live performance music video of it with the two of them just like singing it in a little room. And Dawn has his arms out and they look just massive Um, (laughs) and it's very distracting Um, but yeah I loved I loved this whole album so much I know I said that last week but Mm -hmm. um, this song has like a mood to it and it's right in the middle so it kind of like lifts you up for a second Mm. because it's you know been so terrible all the way up to that yeah Um, and it's not terrible it's beautiful it's just it's so heartbreaking (laughs) is what I mean it's just so heartbreaking and full of pain um so yeah 
But also a weird thing I noticed that when you try to find this song, the uh the like 1960s group the four seasons mm. has a song called dawn oh yeah dawn, <laughs> go away back where you belong and so when you try to find this song that like overtakes the <laughs> search results <laughs> oh yeah he does have his arms out he surely does Look at those. His hair looks gross, but his arms look amazing. Yeah, greasy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next choice, um, I felt like I had to put it on here because, as I said last week, I felt really bad about not liking this title track. It sure. is the only title track in her entire discography that I do not enjoy. <laughs> But I did like both of the B-sides off of this single, so I chose Sunmi's Calm Myself. This was off of Stranger, uh, which was a single, so it only had three tracks on it um, because Sunmi doesn't really do albums or minis for that matter. Um, But uh, I really loved the like darkness of this song. It has a super gothic feeling to like the instruments of it. It's like very low. And then a lot of a lot of her vocals in it are in a much lower part part of her register than she Mm -hmm. usually sings um and so I really enjoy that part of it like hearing this slightly different range than Sunmi usually sings in um and there's a lot of really great emotion in this song like in her vocals there are certain parts where she's not really concerned about singing pretty it's Mm -hmm. more about just almost like singing gritty on purpose um to kind of get that like because it's about um like some parts that she has a lot it's not fully in english but it has a lot of english lines in it um and it's clearly about some like a relationship that isn't working and she talks about how this person like being around you is killing me um mm. and like kind of trying to like it's almost like she's rationalizing with herself the whole time or like kind of debating with herself because at the beginning of the song she's like no I don't want to do this with you anymore and then kind of in the middle she's like ugh if it happens it happens like fine and it's almost there's like this sort of mm, like an inescapability of that toxic relationship that she's talking about um and so i just think it's a really great like story song um and i think that the the whole all all three of them do tell good stories um but this one was my favorite off of that little single um and i needed to have sun me on here somewhere yeah because she's my favorite female (laughs) solo artist and i was like i can't abandon her <laughs> I get it. I get it. so i needed to find a place for sunmi somewhere and this is where i chose to put her fantastic uh all right my next choice is from october and this is i've with either way either way i'm Uh, 
so this was off of Ive's album, I've Mine, and it was one of two pre-releases. Um, I did not enjoy the title track on this album at this all. Baddie. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's not an unpopular opinion. People do not really like it. Uh, but I thought that both of the pre-release singles were so good. And I was honestly going back and forth between this and Off the Record, which is the other one. But Off the Record is also a pretty perfect disco song. Mm. And since I already had Die For You on it, I was like, okay, I need to pick a different vibe around this playlist out fair, a little bit. Fair. Um, so this song just has such lovely vocals and it's like haunting and sad, but there is like some hope tinged in it of them saying like, either way, I'm good. Like, yeah, there is just something nice about it. Um, and I don't know. It's very, it's like very Gen Z and mm. like the aesthetic of the video and also just something about the song like feels yeah. very much like this super modern fifth gen whatever version of k-pop um but i really enjoyed it and i think that it's lovely so i agree i yeah i really liked that song too i was i feel like the pre-releases got me excited for a comeback that ultimately disappointed me <laughs> yeah and i was like maybe i wouldn't have been as disappointed in this if i hadn't been so into the pre-releases maybe <laughs> i still would have because it's a very big departure from what i've usually does but either way either way Good. Uh, <laughs> all right. My next choice is from Tamine, and I choose Night Away. This was off of uh, Tamin's latest album, Guilty. Uh, it is a mini, I believe. Um, His it only fourth. Has, yeah, fourth mini album, Guilty. Um, another great release from Tamin. I mean, I'm a huge Tamin fan. I love all of his solo releases. Um, and his solo discography has a very distinct style and sound to it that is different from shinies um and different from like his role within shiny i think mm -hmm. it's very much timine on his own and like there's definitely shiny elements to it um because i think each one of them like shiny is them the all color together. of yeah, all like, of them yes. yeah their individual color is what comes together and makes shiny so then when they're on their own like they still have that shininess to them um but Tamine is like a very unique artist and uh it was difficult to choose a b-side off of this album because i love pretty much everything he's ever done <laughs> um but i ultimately chose this one because i kept coming back to it like mm -hmm. it was this i i do really like this entire album um and could ha and have just looped it um but this one is so pretty and there's something that there's something in the like the beat of it where it really moves like it's a mm -hmm. slow song but it has kind of a quickness to the like um i don't know how to how to describe because i don't know what the instrument is that is behind mm -hmm. it but that little like like the beat of it is it mm -hmm. keeps moving um and then over it he sings like really slowly and beautifully and it kind of just has like a sort of like 
babbling brook vibe yeah. to it um and i think it's beautiful i i really really um kept coming back to this song i i think it's lovely i originally had this on my list because the song that i'll talk about next was like that's my taming b-side pick mm-hmm. but then when i was listening to the album through night away was just like striking me so hard that i was like oh maybe it's this one but then when i went to go pull a clip I felt like I couldn't pull a clip yeah, because the song just flows too. through itself so mm-hmm. much that there isn't, it doesn't feel like there's like a chorus or like a hook of a, like, this is yeah. the part. It's like the song totally. just keeps like meandering through itself, like all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I thought that when I was, when I pulled the clip or for whatever, I, I kind of just dropped it because I yeah. like, <laughs> I just like dr- pull, pulled and dropped it because I was like, what even is the chorus in this? Like, I'm not even really sure. Cause like you said, yeah, it just like flows and sort of meanders. Um, but in also in that sense, there's no bad clip to pull from it. Cause it's right. all lovely. Uh, so moving on to my taming pick, I went with the song that struck me the hardest the first time I listened to the album. Cause that just seemed like a good dart to throw in these trying yeah, to pick I situations. Like it. I like it. So I went with She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. Um, So I love this one. It has like very simple instrumentation to Mm -hmm. it, which is just like nice and refreshing. And it's like a song that Tamien is singing in his like, mostly in his like low, growly, almost whispery voice and i love the juxtaposition of him just like she loves me while there's like a whole bunch of people like screaming it in the background like i like the way that that overlays and it feels really like poetic in the sense of the song where like it's like taming is kind of in this like melancholy acceptance of like oh she loves me or she doesn't but then this voice or this chorus in the back of his head is like screaming about it because hey what should i do like yeah yeah yeah, i like i just like the way that it all fits together um and i think i said last week that this feels like a song that i could picture shiny doing and it's probably because of that choral aspect of it that i'm like oh they could all do this together Yeah, absolutely. I I did really like this one as well. And it is one that like, kind of sticks out from the album, I feel like in a way that I I don't know why, like what it is about it that has like a slightly different vibe from the Mm -hmm. rest of it. But yeah, it's a good one. No bad choices off of Tamin. Okay, my next one is from uh, an album we gushed about last week, uh, and my choice is BBG Overflow. this song um as we discussed last week this whole release is great it's called the album is called verses and the title track was maniac um and i did enjoy every track off of this album um but ultimately i picked this one because i think that the chorus is so gentle and pretty and that little like overflow 
that little like mm-hmm. pretty oh it's so pretty um i love it i love it i love it um and there's just like it's a very like kind of low key like simple song it doesn't like build or get really grandiose in any way um but it's just lovely it's really lovely I'm super glad that you picked a BBG song because I really wanted to, but like the album is really new. It came out like three weeks ago or maybe, no, I don't have it written down, but like maybe it feels new and I liked all the five of the songs so much that I felt like I couldn't pick one. Like Mm -hmm. I hadn't spent enough time with the album to be like this one for sure that's because like i feel equally strongly about all of them and that they're all so good um but something about this song it like i think i cut the clip off before it got to it but even though you said the song doesn't really like get like really grand there is that part right after the chorus where it gets kind of like weird electronic and they go like yeah 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 Totally. It does get kind of strange. Um, yeah, it goes through like it has it has like movements that it goes through and it does have kind of it's it's very dreamlike. Um, and so I, I liked it. I thought it was very um, unique. Great. And there was like a good several weeks where I listened to nothing but this album. So I felt mm-hmm. very familiar with it. Good. <laughs> I good, was good, making good. my choices. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right. My next choice is from Red Velvet's Chill Kill album that came out in November. And I went with Underwater. My initial favorite song off of this album, the first time I listened to it was Wings, which is Mm. deep into the Mm -hmm. album. And it has, it's like a much more girlier, funner. And I thought that it reminds me of like SES. Like it felt like classic SM girl group. And And that was the one that when I first listened to the album, I was like, Shannon's going to like this one. (laughs) And I do. But the more I listened to the the album, the stronger I felt about this song. Mm. Um, And my first note is just vocals in all caps, which is a given with Red Velvet. But like, mm, yes, but like the vibe of this song, the growling, the Mm. vocal fry, the sighing and the literal moaning in this song. Like this is a fuck jam it's such a fuck jam such a fuck jam (laughs) like you listen to it and like the only acceptable move is a body roll Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh um but yeah it's great and i did check the lyrics just to make sure it wasn't one of those weird k-pop times no this so that's this is absolutely a fuck jam song this This is is not (laughs) absolutely and there is like it's not it's especially noticeable after Wendy sings, so just lay your body on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there is bed squeak percussion, but they don't use multiples of it. They just use one of the squeaks. Oh, like, so it doesn't like, have the, like, come back. Eek, eek, so, like, it, eek, just eek, does, it just does, like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Ooh, what are we doing that we're just getting that kind of squeak? I don't know about that. Oh, dear, Red Velvet. Oh, dear. <laughs> Ooh, they're grown now. <laughs> I was like giggling to myself as we were listening to the clip because 
Joy looks so murderous in the album cover <laughs> in a way that like the other girls don't. Like the other girls are like the little doing their little doll faces, but Joy is right in the middle and she is like, I am going to kill you. <laughs> like in a slow, vicious way. <laughs> like she's very scary in this album cover. But we're going to see it again because my next choice, my last choice, is also from this album. I chose Iced Coffee. This was pretty immediately my favorite song off of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there, although I do like the album as a whole and there are other, there are other like top contenders for favorites. I kept coming back to this one. There's something about the like sort of swinging instrument, like melody of it that makes Yeah, me- the time signature is, I don't, I don't think it's, is it a waltz? I think it's a different time signature. I'm bad at music stuff, but it's mm-hmm. a very specific like 1950s slow dance time signature. Yeah, and there's a real like like back and forth feeling uh-huh. to it. Um and it makes me think almost of like nursery rhymes or like playground like songs music box yeah music music box it's very very music box like tinkling um and i thought that the um concept of the song was kind of interesting when it was like you got me like iced coffee i was like what does that mean and then they say like up all night up all night like i don't need Mm. the sugar i don't need the caffeine but like you are stuck in my head and i can't turn it off um and so it's like the way you make me feel is the way a large iced coffee makes me feel and i think that's kind of like a I think it's a kind of funny analogy and like Mm -hmm. metaphor. Like I do think lyrically it's sort of silly, but I think it's gorgeous. Like it's like their vocals are really beautiful in it, of course, as they always are. Um, And they kind of go back and forth. Like the, um, the verses are sort of low and then the chorus is nice and, and um, light. And I saw actually that the, the girl who wrote this is not, she, I think she looked younger than both of us. Um, she looks like she was in her 20s and apparently um, like she's on TikTok she's a songwriter and she has sent Red Velvet many songs like she has composed uh, multiple songs for Red Velvet and has like just been desperate to like get them to do one of hers and they finally picked this one um, oh nice so that was really cool she's I mean I think she's uh, from the states I could be wrong about that um, but uh, it, it was just very neat to see that like, oh, this is just like a sort of independent songwriter who's literally making songs in her house and then mm-hmm. sending them to SM. And they picked this one. Um, and I think this song is great. It's totally a Red Velvet song. Like she yeah. she really understood their vibes. Um, and I'm really glad they picked it because I think it's gorgeous. Great. I love it. Okay, that brings me to my final pick of the year. Woo! And this is my repeat. I have another boys song and this time I'm going with Escape. Mm-hmm. 
was just I was just grooving. <laughs> I know it's so great. When I listened to the album the first time, this song like just—it's the last track. But I was like, mm. oh wow, what a way to end it. Um, so this is off of the boys' second full album, Fantasy with a PH. Fantasy. And uh, similarly to the reasons I liked Savior, I feel like the boys just do like watery so mm. well. Um, a lot of them have just like such like light, lovely voices that it just really lends itself to that kind of music. And this song is so familiar to me, but I don't know why. Like similarly to that feeling you were talking about earlier, like the first mm. time I heard it, I like felt like I had heard it in my soul before, yeah, but I yeah. can't actually think of anything to compare it to. Um, and there's so much going on production wise in the song, like like 19 layers of crazy things happening at all times and yet it still feels like so light and simple and I just love the chorus melody so much it just like gets under my skin in the best way and uh yeah I think it was a perfect last track on a really good boys album and this was the one I was saying last week I said there's a song that like immediately shot Mm. up my list and it was this one I loved it on first listen nice we love those where it's just like, yeah, that's a no brainer. It's got to uh-huh. go on there. That was my, that was Espa's thirsty for me. Yeah. I was like, I got to put that one on. That's no, n- no need to think about it. <laughs> and it's nice when the choices are easy. Yes. Yes, it is. So there are our favorite B-sides of 2023. We did it. And as always, we'll put them all in a playlist on our Spotify if you want to check them out. And if you want to share your favorite B-sides, we have a whole playlist sharing channel in our Discord. Um, So please do that and we can all check out some great B-sides together. Um, And yeah, we'll be right back with a random game. All right, we are back in this week. The random number generator gave us a second gen boy group called 100%. Yes, with the numbers and the percent sign. No letters of any kind. Uh, This was a group that was managed by Top Media, and they were formed by Shinwa member Andy. Um, And so they debuted in 2012 with originally, I think, seven members. Mm-hmm. Yes, they had seven all together. Um, and they had a couple of different lineup changes throughout their career. They ultimately disbanded in 2021 when the members' contracts expired. So they were together for quite a long time, almost 10 years. Um, and in that time, they released six EPs and many, many singles, as well as a few Japanese releases in 2017 and 2018. Um, but sadly, for 100%, one of their members, uh, Minwoo, died in March 2018 of cardiac arrest. Um, He was only 33 and they found him at home. Um, And the group did continue um, releasing music and promoting for shortly um, after his his death. But they eventually disbanded, um, like I said, when their contracts expired in 2021. Yeah, they seem to be a group. I know I'd like heard of them, like that they had moderate success in Korea in their early uh, days and they did a lot of Japanese stuff. Uh, But 
all of the members of 100% went on the unit. Mm. So we know that like the unit was not a good, like it wasn't a good sign if yeah, people yeah, went yeah. on the unit. You only did it that if you were trying to pretty revive yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but we are going to watch their most popular music video, which is still their debut from 2012. It is called Bad Boy, and it currently has 3.7 million views on YouTube. Uh, so if you would like to watch it with us, you can go ahead and pull it up and press play when I say go. Wait, before we say go, oh, I please, just go looked ahead. at the description and it says... Uh, Oh, okay. Well, first of all, the guy who did the music video also did G-Dragon's Butterfly, Taeyong's I'll Be There, and To Anyone Slow. Fun fact. But it says, the title song Bad Boy is a dance song that is made up of analog sensitivity with the sad sound from string instruments. The lyric is about a man who is forced to break up with her girlfriend. The strong beat (laughs) and the power vocal add on to the song and with the touching ad lib at the climax increases the addictiveness of the song. All right. So we'll have to keep an ear out for the touching ad lib at the climax. Uh, I also, sorry, one more thing as I'm scrolling their Wikipedia, I feel like they came up in our every single Marotic episode because they did mm. a show called Teen Top Rising yes. 100% where like them and Teen Top had to do challenges or something. And I think they performed Marotic at like what looked like Disney World, but we couldn't conform yes. if it was Disney World or not. That's right. That's I think right. That's, that's right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. And it. they killed it, but people like did, they didn't have a huge no crowd because nobody knew what was happening. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Even though they did a good job. All right. Okay. Bad boy. Pull it up and press play when I say go. Three, two, one, go. Ooh, lasers. <laughs> okay, little laser like, appeared. 2012. Yeah. <laughs> little yeah. laser. Okay, we've got a couple different sets. One is in black and white, and the rest is in like sepia tone. One is outside in a desert, and the rest is in like a box. It's very like apocalyptic feeling. And they look so 2012. I love being able to see the eras so clearly now, but like they all have the swoopy bang haircuts. Yeah. The or the high top converse. Yeah. The leather with the studs everywhere, little fingerless gloves. The tightest pants. Yeah. Chains. Okay, when we get the black and white shots inside the box, sometimes we just get silhouettes of them dancing. And then they're just like running through the wasteland. I like these strings. Mm-hmm. The, the laser strings. Yeah. Get up, get up. Oh, take the sunglasses off dramatically. Are they going to fight? Maybe. One of those boys, and he looks kind of like Chris Wu. He does. He has a Wu-ish feature to his face. This long 
turtleneck tunic thing yeah. itself. Like this time period, this everybody era, looked the same. Everybody looked I love the it. same. And the like, oh, new new set. N- now we have geometric box. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh those, God, those shoes. Those are wild. And the like super long hooded but sleeveless like overcoat yes. things. Oh, oh that, that studded hat! So hat. <laughs> so many studs on it. Use them as a battering ram. Those are probably the touching athletes at the climax. <laughs> oh, they're on the ground now. They are fighting. Just one push, though. Oh, I think these are the touching ad libs mm. that are happening in the background here. That part of the choreo is really dumb. It's a very stupid <laughs> choreo. They just like have their like hand over their mouth and they're like wiggling elbows yeah, down like a bunch out, of times. Get out, get out, get out, get out. And it's certainly not intimidating <laughs> if they're trying to like usher you out the door. All right, 100%. Bad boy. There you go. Yeah, see, that title just gets yeah, other you things can't, in my you head. Can't, you can't use that title anymore, okay? Rain, mm-hmm. Rain took it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, the GD Taeyong one. Yeah, also true. Pretty true, strong. True. Uh, but anyway... That was 100%. And then this is typically weekly recommendation time, but we don't uh, usually do I recommendations mean, for the end of the year no, ones because they're like all recommendations. We recommend so. everything we just played. <laughs> yeah. So go uh, find our Spotify playlist and listen to that. You're yep. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and where you can find that Spotify playlist is on Linktree slash Pop Pod. Uh, or is our link tree just AMA K-pop? I always forget. Let me double check that right now. Link tree slash AMA K-pop. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Well, that's where you can get to our Spotify, where we have playlists for this episode and many other episodes. Uh, you can also listen to the pod there. I know lots of people already do. You might be doing that right now. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Instagram at AMAKPopPod. Uh, we have an X slash Twitter, but don't use it. True. Because um, that website is a trash fire that nobody wants to use anymore. Um but also on that link tree, you can join our Discord, which I spoke about earlier. Um, we have so many channels for so many things, and you can talk to lots of fun people. Uh, you can also send us emails to amakpoppod at gmail.com. You can send us texts or leave us voicemails at 181-AMAKPOP5. You can send us mail if you want to send us Christmas presents or whatever <laughs> uh, at P.O. Box 26096, Los Angeles, California, 90026. 
You can also join our Patreon that we mentioned several times in the episode at patreon.com slash amakpoppod. We have bonus episodes, video episodes, audio episodes. Uh, you can There's a special tier you can join where you get to like vote on things and participate in episodes. Um, I just put up, speaking of, I just uh, had our season fans vote on which of the 2023 boy group debuts they wanted me to watch because we don't pay attention to boy groups around here so i said not the new y'all pick and i'll watch five of them (laughs) so i did and that video is up right now um and yeah there's lots of fun stuff on there all the time and if you join it you can watch everything that's ever been on there and you you can quit at any time archive yeah so check it out patreon.com slash pod. And yeah, that's all the places to find us. And we will be back next week with our AMAK Awards. And we will try to find things to award all of our favorite things. Um, And then after that, it's best songs of the year. Always, always a rough thing, but we'll get it done. (laughs) We'll do it. We'll do it. I'm sure I... I can find oh can I find did I listen to 15 title tracks of which I have a strong enough opinion we'll find out we'll find out (laughs) if if this is a year where we have to go back to 10 we usually do 20 titles okay we'll see we'll see what happens no I think we do 15 I think we like force 15 and then we each get a some runner runner up okay we'll see we'll see what shakes out we'll see what happens if we have to go back to 10 we have to go back to 10 but i think i think i feel we might like surprise we can ourselves. probably do it i feel like we could probably do it uh but thank you so much for listening to this we love you and we'll see you next week bye-bye, bye-bye. jungyan you're our inspiration